listeners, it's Philip here with your favorite podcast. Um, as you can tell by the music, it's the Doubles Alley. This is our uh, Australian Open and Season Preview Edition, so we have a lot to talk about. We're going to uh, go through the Australian Open draw and uh, give our predictions, and then we'll predict the top 15 for the season coming up and uh, Grand Slam winners for all of the Grand Slams this season. Um, so there's a lot to talk about. But before we do, a major storyline for the upcoming Australian Open is the air quality in Australia due to the wildfires. And I'm going to ask you, Peter, have you ever been affected by air quality? So the two times I can remember, and, and the uh, answer is probably no, not horribly so. Um, but I remember when I was 18 in Mexico City for the first time. I think Mexico City is like has decently bad pollution, and it's like 10,000 feet above alpha, uh, above sea level. And I, like we could not stay up for more than four hours because of the altitude and the air quality. Um, similar story is from uh, Cusco, Machu Picchu, um, when. I just had, I remember just having like a beer or two one night and then the next day feel having like the worst hangover of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I remember both, we, I was with you in both circumstances. Uh, and the example I was going to use was also from Mexico City. Um, yeah. I remember going on a run and having to turn around after a quarter of a mile uh, because I was just, toasted and i mean i can usually go two or three miles easily um and back then i could have gone four or five miles easily so it's uh yeah it's no joke when the air is different um even though shapovalov uh he's been sort of complaining about it which makes him seem like a huge bitch but um <laughs> we'll get into that um so yeah let's uh let's go through the australian open bracket um, I sort of, uh, filled out my, my, uh, round of 16 onward, but, um, let's, let's go through, uh, section by section, um, starting with your office section. Um, do you see any, uh, do you see any interesting matches in this one? I think this might actually be the most predictable section. Um, it's really going to be Kyrgios against Kachanov um, is like the the big match, but it's going to be Rafa, and I think it's going to be Kyrgios because it's Australia, and yeah. Kachanov hasn't really been playing that well. Yeah, so Rafa should beat Hugo Delian, and then the winner of Sousa, Delbonis, and then Carreño Busta has three qualifiers um, in, his core, in his section, very Carreño Busta of him. Uh, he's the guy who made the U.S. Open semifinals by only playing qualifiers. Um, and so uh, it's very on-brand. Um, and Rafa is going to beat Carreño Busta. He, he always beats Spaniard. So, uh, yeah, the, the, there are maybe one or two like potential ringers in the Kyrgios uh, Kashinov section, such as uh, your boy Uchiyama. Um Mikhail Emer has been playing pretty well, but I mean, it's going to be Kyrgios versus uh, Kashinov, and I actually have Kashinov in that match. Interesting. Yeah, I just have like, I think Kashinov hasn't been playing well. Uh, there's some Australia X Factor, but it was pretty crazy how Kyrgios just got pounded by Batista Goop in the ATP Cup. I just don't know what's up. Yeah, I just think, like, the other guys work harder than Kyrgios. Kashinov. And so is, come round three, he'll is, just have more juice. Is fully finished. Uh, the Paris Bercy winning curse is behind him. Um, he's fully finished uh, I don't his know, mini sock. Year two of sock was actually worse than year one of sock. Yeah, that's true. Um, I guess this is a good test to see if. Uh, if the the Bercy winner curse is behind them. Um, but yeah, I have Kashinov. I mean, I just think he works harder than Kyrgios. And 
Uh, yeah, so if it gets tight, uh, Kashinov will be the one who pulls it out, and Kyrgios is, uh, is, is a risk to just lose his cool at any minute. So, yeah, so, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think you're, just to sort of echo, I could see, I could see Kashinov whipping it out, but I could also see Curious whipping it out. Yeah, I mean, that's, I guess, a coin flip. Um, and then I guess the next section is the Malfis, uh, Felix section, um, and I guess we have uh, two big servers uh, in Karlovich and Pospisil in one of the matches. Um, I think Molfis has been a little bit injured. Um, and then uh, Golbis is a tough first round matchup for Mo Felix. Um, I actually saw Felix versus Rublev and they were both playing really, really well in Adelaide. Um, Felix didn't play that well in the ATP Cup, but uh, he sort of uh, raised his level for um, the first his first tournament actual tournament of the season. Um, so I actually have Felix coming out of this section. Yeah, I got Felix too. And his opponent, my prediction for his opponent is uh, Anderson. Yeah, I had the same prediction. Um, so in the two seeds in Anderson section are Fritz and team uh, Fritz is kind of a weak seed and the other two got like so Anderson I have him beating Fritz in the second round and then there's no like Manorino is kind of a tough first round opponent to team but he should get through to the third round and I just think Anderson is a better hardcore uh, I wouldn't say better but more reliable hardcourt player. Yeah, and team wasn't really playing well at ATP Cup. It it's been two weeks though. He may have like it may have. I don't feel confident with this pick, especially because Anderson has been injured. Um, but I think it's the sort of thing where team's been a little shaky in the past in Australia, and Anderson is really solid and somebody who's not good to be shaky against. Yeah, well said. Okay, so let's move on to the uh, Medvedev Sanga quarter. Um, is there anyone testing Medvedev here? Uh, no. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Tiafo he made the quarters last year and then did nothing for the rest of the season. Um, so it's going to suck for him to lose, but he's going to lose. And then... Uh, I think Songa is like a heavy favorite. He, there's nobody who who's gonna really test him until his third round match against Medvedev, but Medvedev's just gonna cruise. Um, and then let's go to the next section. Isner the Isner Wawrinka section. Um, what do you, what do you see here? So I think the. Um... The tough non-seed here is Kekmanovic. Um, I wouldn't want to have him early, but uh, I think it's going to be Stan. Yeah, so I think, um, yeah, Stan's been playing well. He did well in Doha. I think he lost to Rublev in the semifinals. Um, and Isner, I don't think he, he didn't do that well in the ATP Cup. Uh I sort of see it as a straightforward draw where it's going to be Stan versus Isner, and uh, I just see Stan as the stronger player. Um, so we agree on that one as well. Okay. I, I think I'm a little less confident because I think Kekmanovic could actually. I think it's going to be, if it's not Stan, it's going to be Kekmanovic. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I definitely am more confident in Stan then. Um, all right, so the next section with Goffin, Rublev, what do you foresee? I see, uh, Rublev. Yeah, Rublev has been really hot this year. He won Doha and Adelaide, so he's undefeated. Um, and he's, he's notched some good wins, too, against both Stan and Felix, who were both playing well. Uh, he's also, like, 
this is sort of his revenge season. He's seen, um, he's seen uh, Medvedev really break through in the biggest way, and uh, he didn't make the ATP Cup team for Russia because he was behind uh, Kashinov and uh, and Medvedev. So I think live he... tennis ranking right now he's 16 above Kashinov. Yeah. I think he has a lot of chips on his shoulders, and uh, he's going to have a big tournament. Um, okay, next section is uh, Sverev Basilashvili. Um, what do you foresee? I don't know. This could be – I mean, I hate calling Zverev just because he never actually pulls through. But, like, this is a – this should be a cakewalk for him. Yeah, this is – the like maybe Casper Ruud could be like tricky. But I would have yeah, I would love to call a Svera of upset um, as quickly as possible, but it's not going to happen until um, later in the tournament because this is just a very light draw. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I have Svera in the round of six in the yeah in the round of sixteen as well. Um, so, so you have Rublev versus Sverev. Yeah. I, I, not to tip my hand, but I think I'm going to call Rublev in that one. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, all right. Berrettini versus uh, Chorich. Aaron, uh, a Berrettini, a Berrettini-Chorich section. Are there any dangerous floaters? I guess there's Sam Query in there. Um, let me, let me go through this. Uh, I think Tennis Sandgren is is just uh, he has a track record of being tricky in in um, Australia, and so I think he's the he's the trickiest one. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Berrettini. Uh, that's not a confident pick. I honestly think this is sort of a coin flip, but I think the guy who had the better season and the stronger end to the season last year should get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I'm not totally um, sold by Berrettini yet, but I think this is, there's just nobody better in this section. Nobody, nobody else I'd want to bet on. Like Chorich had sort of like a down year last year and uh, don't know what he's done in the off season or any of that. Um, not a particularly spectacular ATP cup. So, uh, yeah, it's Berrettini's to lose, um, and so I'm gonna, he's my pick. Um, what about Pella, the Pella-Fognini section? So, Fognini is the guy, I, uh, is the guy in, in the top 15 who I think is, like, the weakest, and I like to bet against him, but, like, somehow, someway, he's maintained his top 15 status for two years. I think of it is because of light draws like this one. Although, I think his first rounder is really tough. I'm going to go with a Pelka. Yeah, I actually have a Pelka as well. Um, beating Fognini in the first round and making the round of 16. Guido Pella is mostly a clay court player. Uh, and then there's a good uh, mix of wild cards and qualifiers um jordan thompson is another one who might have a result i mean he's australian and it's in australia um but opelka is just someone you don't want to see on the other side of the net especially in hot weather yeah um okay we're on to the shapovalov dimitrov section yeah this is a really tough one um i wouldn't say i say tricky So, Shapovalov has been playing very well. Um, but I don't know. I mean, can't rely on him yet. And he will have three tough matches in this. I don't know if he can go three for three with, like, legit opponents. Like, Fuchovic is, is pretty good. Sinner is pretty good. And Dimitrov is, is good. I think I'm going to go... I'm going to go center. Yeah, I'm going to take Dimitrov just because he should win um, his first two rounds, so he only has one tough match to win. 
Um, but it, I think it could be uh, Dimitrov. It's like a coin flip. It's a three-way coin flip between Dimitrov center and uh, Shapovalov here. Yeah. Yeah, like I think Shapovalov is the best player, but he has the toughest draw too. Yeah. What about uh, Federer-Arkaj section? Um, Humbert just had a big win in Adelaide. I think it was, was it Adelaide or Auckland? Auckland, sorry, yeah. Yeah. I just don't think Lightning can strike twice in two weeks for him. I mean, and Hercash has had a really good season. I'm going to go Hercash Federer. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and Federer, obviously, <laughs> winning that. <laughs> yeah, Although Hercash had better. some good wins at ATP Cup. Yeah. Um, but, I mean... I, I think, I think Hercash is um, not somebody Federer will steamroll. Yeah, I agree. It'll be a uh, a tight three-set match is what I'm calling out. Yeah. Um, and how – so the over-under for Federer versus Johnson is two hours. What would, What are you going to call? <laughs> Under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh, 40 minutes per set uh, rate which means Johnson would have to win, like, at least two games a set, which is just not happening. Um, yeah, so I'm going under as well. Um, what about uh, the sitsipas Rayanich section? Um, I mean, I have Sitsipas. Yeah, so do I. Anyone anyone tricky in there? Um, I mean, obviously Rayanich, but also Rayanich's first-round opponent, Albot. Yeah, the Moldovan. And then Christian Garin is like, he like steps it up sometimes. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we've got Benoit, the Benoit pair, Roberto Bautista Agu section. Uh, yeah. What are you saying? Um, this is really tricky. Because I think. Um, the Batista Lopez first round is like countrymen versus countrymen, and Lopez is like a really tough one as a tough out. Um, Pear has been playing awesome, and Chilich is in this section. I'm gonna go with Chilich. Oh wow! I didn't even see Chilich. Um, yeah, I think that's a good pick. But I'm, I'm going to pick Bautista Agu. I think he's just very solid at the moment. Um, but, yeah, wow, good spot with Chilich. Talk about a fall from grace. Um, he's not even seated. had a really good early season. Who has? Mutet. Mutet. Uh, uh, Chilich's first-round opponent, Corentin Mutet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if everyone's playing his best tennis, Chilich should get out of there. But uh, Batista Agu um, is the one I'm calling out. Um, okay, the Schwartzman Djokovic section. What what are, what are you thinking? Oh wait, no, no, the Schwartzman uh, Lajovic section. What are you thinking? I'm going Lajovic. Yeah, he had a really good ATP Cup. Yeah. But I'm going to go Schwartzman. Um, I think... Uh, yeah, I think he... The Lord will help him keep the flame alive um, for as long <laughs> as it needs to be kept alive. Um, I just think, though, that... Um, I think that's more of a hopeful pick for me because I think it'll be just tougher for Djokovic perhaps to beat his countrymen yeah um i don't know i think joker pones serbs the same way rafa pones spaniards so like i don't know i just think he's not going to be pushed by anyone he might face um but yeah do you guys do you think do you see so in the dan evans djokovic section 
Do you see anyone who might um, test Novak? No. Yeah, I think Jan Leonard Struff sometimes trees, but um, I mean, the air quality will just have to be really bad one day for Joker to be feeling it at all. Um, yeah. All right, so we're down to the last 16. What do you think? Uh, so you have Rafa versus Kyrgios. I have Rafa versus Kashinov. Who, who are you picking? Um, Rafa. Yeah, I'm picking Rafa as well. Um, though it will be tough, uh, and it'll take a lot out of him, um, regardless of who he play faces. Um, and then the next, uh, the next, uh, uh, fourth round match is I have Felix versus Anderson and I think you do as well yeah, um, we both who are you picking I'm going Anderson yeah so am I um, then Medvedev Wawrinka do we both have that yeah and who are you picking Medvedev yeah I'm picking I think that I think that's sort of like a a 60 i'm 60 40 medvedev on that one stan could really just uh stan could take him out they had a really tough battle in the u.s open um and stan's been playing well um but i mean i think smart money is medvedev even though it's not like a sure thing yeah um and then our our uh our boys Rublev and Sverev, uh, I think you tipped your hat on this one. <laughs> Took my cards. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think uh, I'm going Rublev again as well. Um, how many sets are you calling this? Uh, four. I'm gonna go three, um, <laughs> and no tie breaks. Um, oh, nice. All right. Uh, oh. I've got Berrettini Opelka. What are you calling for that one? Uh, man, Berrettini. Yeah, I have Berrettini in the quarters, and I think he's sort of like backdooring into the quarters because I'm not, I'm not totally convinced by him yet. I just think he has a pretty light draw. Yeah. What about uh, I've got Dimitrov Federer, and you have Center Federer. Um, yeah, Federer. Yeah, Federer. Uh. And Sitsipas versus you've got Chilich and I've got Bautista Goot. Um, I got Sitsipas. Yeah, so am I. And then I have Djokovic over Schwartzman, and you have Djokovic over Lajevic. Uh, yeah. All right, yeah. so we have a very similar uh, quarterfinal. I think we actually have the same quarterfinals. Um, Rafa versus Anderson. Rafa. Yeah, and then Medvedev Rublev. Um. Ooh, that would be an awesome match. Yeah, I'm pumped for this. I just, I just want to see the Russians just kill each other. Well, yeah, I'm gonna go Medvedev. Yeah, I took Medvedev as well, though I had to. I really think it's gonna be. I think it's fifty-five, forty-five. Yeah, it's just like if I was Rafa, I'm a big Rafa fan, and I'd much rather play Rublev than Medvedev. And uh, you know, if you're, I'm gonna vote. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet on the guy I'd, I'd less rather play. Yeah, I agree. I use similar logic. All right, Berrettini versus Federer. Uh, Federer. And then it's a pass, Djokovic. Uh, ooh, I think air quality. I think this is like, I'm hoping that the air quality is really tough, and and uh, Djokovic can have just a a really uh uh um like a not totally legit loss, but I'm gonna go with uh, Djokovic. Yeah, this was the round. Uh, a pass had a sort of coming out party last year and beating Federer. He, that, that was an amazing match, um, by the way. Um, he just, he saved, he was so mentally strong and saved so many break points. But, I mean, I just, 
am not betting against Djokovic in Australia. Um, I hope he loses, but um, I'm not going to be the one to call it out. So we both have the top four seeds uh, going to the semis. Yeah. Which of the four are you least confident in? Um, Medvedev, what about you? Probably Nadal. Yeah, I mean, he could lose to like Kashinov or or Kyrgios, but I don't think he would lose before that. Yeah. Whereas Medvedev has two really tough matches against Stan and Rublev. But um, we're both we're both calling Anderson in the quarters. But if team is playing very well, then like uh, Kashinov or Kyrgios, and then followed by team, um, a, a playing well team is is like. I don't know. I just felt like Rafa wasn't at his best earlier this month. Yeah, if Rafa plays Kashinov or Kyrgios and then team and then uh, Med- like he has just no chance to win the tournament. He might get through a few of those guys, but um, he won't have enough to like get through the tournament. So yeah, I think like yeah, R- Rafa's draw really depends on whether. Um, we get good team or bad team and whether we get like good curious or like fucking around curious. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, Rafa's draw. Um, I also think it's better to play curious in the third round than the second round. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then Federer, uh, I think, like, uh, whoever comes out of the dimitrov Shapovalov section will be a tough round of 16 match. But other than that, it's like, I sort of, I don't know, Nadal just crushed Berrettini um, in the U.S. Open. Um, the first set was close, though. Yeah, didn't Berrettini beat Federer? So I guess this would be a revenge match uh, for him. Uh, somebody else beat Federer. Um, was it Dimitrov who beat Federer? Let's look it up. Uh, U.S. Open 2019. Dimitrov. Um, and, yeah, Stan beat Djokovic and Dimitrov beat Federer. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that was a big result for Grigor. And... I mean, they could play again this uh, in the round of 16 here. So, uh, yeah. And then, uh, so what are your semifinal predictions? I'm going Medvedev Djokovic. I'm going Rafa Djokovic. And then, obviously, I think we have the same winner. Yeah. <clears throat> Djokovic, are you calling it? And how many, how many sets are you calling it? Uh, four. I'm calling three it three. Against Rafa, four if it's against Medvedev. Yeah. Do you think, uh, so you, how many sets do you think Djokovic loses in the whole tournament? I think the air quality is the big, uh, is the big, um, variable. I think he'll lose at least a set against Federer. I'm going to say he loses two sets. That's a good number. I'll, I'll say one. Um, I just think he's the best player in the world by far. Um, yeah. Hopefully the air quality screws him. Hopefully there's like gluten in the air or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and hopefully he doesn't have to face Kyrgios in the final because Kyrgios just owns him. <laughs> yeah, according to <laughs> Kyrgios. Uh, yeah. All right, so those are our Aussie Open predictions after this quick... Uh, music break uh we'll come back with uh predictions for the the 2020 season um so stick around back um 
So which one do you want to do first? Do you want to do um, Grand Slam predictions or uh, top 15 predictions? Uh, I'll go top 15 predictions first. Cool. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll save the, the slams for the finale then. Um, all right. So uh, I guess we should reveal our number 15s. Uh, you go first. 15, I got... So... Should I tell you my um? I I don't actually know. Maybe maybe at the end we'll t- we'll do the uh, who we think, who our who our hardest cuts were. Yeah. But for number fifteen, I've got Kachinov. Solid. Um, I've got Felix. I think his like trajectory, like he's nineteen and was like around twenty in the world, and I think. I just believe in the upward trajectory of phenoms. Um, and 15 might actually be too low for him. Um, but I, I didn't really know where else, uh, where to put him ahead of, who, who else to put him ahead of. So I just slotted him at 15. Yeah. You're just, you're just betting the, you're, you're just betting on talent and that he gets hot at some point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and okay. that it'll be hot and like a big tournament. I see that. I see that. Who do you have at fourteen? Uh, Dimitrov. I think he's uh. This oh, is wow. another bet on talent. Um. Yeah, I mean he's he's top twenty in the world, and he had really like two results last year. I think he can. If he just has he he's been as high as three in the world. He won the uh, the Nitto finals one year. He's just an extremely talented tennis player, and there's no reason he shouldn't be top 15 um, other than mental. And, yeah, I just think he has, like, a decent mental season. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough calling the, like, 10 through 20. It can go a lot of different ways. I've got Anderson. Yeah, I mean, if he does make the quarterfinals like we're projecting in the Aussie Open, that's a really good start. Um, so, yeah, I, that was a cut I made that uh, will probably – will that's probably uh, – that I'll probably look back on with regret. Um, what about 13 for you? So who do you have at thirteen? I've got uh, Berrettini. Okay, so you're you're projecting a little bit of slippage, but not a lot of slippage. Um, yeah. I got I got Felix, for similar reasons you said. I just think he'll be a little higher. Yeah. Bet on talent, bet on track trajectories of of young young stars. Yeah, we might actually it feels high, but we might actually be be low on Felix because I think he just may have went through his like a low point um his slump yeah slump um but his second serve is looking a lot better than it was last year at least in the the Rublev match I saw he's just never demonstrated the ability to like really put it together for more than two or three weeks in a row yeah uh, but he has all the pieces um yeah, and with Berrettini, I think, like, yeah, I think if everyone's healthy, he's not a top 10 player, but he's close. Um, he's also young, um, and it's usually not a fluke when a guy as young as he is ends the year in the top 10. So, yeah, I just see him around there. Um, what about 12 for you? Uh, Batista Agut. Oh, wow, I, I left him out, um, but... I probably shouldn't have. I have uh, Goffin at 12. Nice. Bautista, good, though. I, yeah. With, it's sort of, he's, solid. he's had a good start. He already has, like, a, a fair amount of points. Yeah. But I, I think that, like, he could lose to Lopez in the first round of the Aussie. I would not be surprised by that. Yeah. Um, what about 11 for you? I got Berrettini. So, so... I just have him a little higher than you did. Yeah. Um, 
I've got uh, Kashinov, so I have Kashinov a little higher than you have him. Um, I just think the the Paris curse is up for him, so he'll he'll get back to a little higher. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, man. I wish I, I had included Kashinov and Batista. Though those are tough, uh, those are tough cuts for me. What do you? Who do you have for ten? Uh, I have Shapovalov. I have uh, I have Sverev. Oh, nice. Yeah, his lowest ranking in like four years as like a twenty-two year old or twenty-four year old. Uh, I'm a little jealous. I just think that there will be some stretch in like April through August where he's just gonna like be untouchable for a few weeks. Thing is, uh, it seems like most players are healthy, and like the reason he was so high in the first place was that so many people were injured and then a lot of the guys younger than him have like sort of uh eclipsed them or like uh taken a leap uh to the elite level so, so can I mean, we pat ourselves on the back for um just calling out bullshit on his like inflated ranking like while in the moment while it was happening yeah we did call out that bullshit but that said like he is just an incredibly talented player, and if he stops just, like, whining and being just a straight-up bitch, um, he might, yeah, be top five again. Who knows? Um, but uh, the combination of his uh, flattened results and me not liking him has caused me to put him at the lowest possible ranking i could actually foresee him uh, attaining yeah i hear you yeah what about nine for you i got go fan i um i was sold by his victory over rafa at at the atp cup yeah it's really hard to beat nadal when nadal is playing for spain yeah i, I think, think he's that's... healthy again um i think nine is maybe close to his ceiling but I think he'll he'll have a good year. Yeah, I think that was Rafa's uh, second ever loss for Spain, um, and there's really no explanation for it other than that Rafa might not have been playing his best, and Goffin might have been playing very well. Um, um, in fact, Goffin would not have beaten Rafa if he wasn't playing very well. So um, there you have it. Yeah even if Rafa wasn't playing his best, yeah. I have Shapovalov at nine. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's shown uh, top form um, when he's streaking, and perhaps he'll be more consistent this year. Yeah, did you catch the um, third set of his, of his uh, ATB Cup match against Djokovic? I saw the uh, tie break, which was probably not the best thing to see. But, yeah, I mean, he, there's no, like, when it, he can muscle anybody around. Like, he can, like, you know how Djokovic is kind of a backboard against most people, even, like, Del Potro's forehand? Yeah. Um, like, Shapovalov was really getting penetration on Djokovic and beating him on points yeah yeah not many people can do that i remember uh seeing medvedev do that at the australian open last year and sort of being ahead of the curve on calling out like a medvedev breakthrough so yeah that is a real thing if you can get that penetration on novak uh your uh your future is bright yeah so for eight, I had Zverev. I have Stan. Um, yeah, I just think uh, he's 15 or 16 right now. Uh, his ranking's high enough to make the plunge into the the top eight. He's a all surface player except for maybe Grass, which is just like a few tournaments a year. Um, yeah, I think Stan should be in my top 15. But um, I just forgot about him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Stan's my number eight. Um, what about what about seven for you? I got Rublev. 
That's a good pick. Um, I've got Federer. I think he's just going to be playing fewer tournaments this year, and there are enough guys who have that top level now that he's not a sure thing to make the semis or finals in the tournaments he does play. I just, um, I think you may not have seen Federer in a while. Like, you think that, I'm just not going to call Federer that low until, like, I actually see it. Yeah. Because he can just rock people. Yeah, he can, yeah, he can blitz them. He's a tough out for anybody. Yeah. All right, what, who do you have for a six? I got team. Yeah, so do I. I think we both had team at four last year, and we were both right on that. So team is going to be six in the world. Um, what about five? I got Federer. I've got uh, Rublev at five. So we have Federer and Rublev, like, uh, wow. flipped. Top five player in the world. Yeah, I yeah. think Rublev is this year's Medvedev. Like, uh... <laughs> He's going to have some big results. He already has. But, I mean, there's just no reason why he shouldn't keep going. Yeah, I I think five, like, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I have him at seven, and there isn't much of a difference between seven and five. But, like, uh, uh, having him above Federer is really, is really a tough, like, yeah. Um, I just, I doubt he'll be that high. But uh, good on you for projecting it. Um, who do you have for? Uh, Sitsipas. What about you? So do I. Yeah, I mean, this is just another guy. Um, he's got a motor. He'll be just. He had a he had a bit of a slump in the middle of this year. I don't think he'll have that slump. Yeah, and he's just this is another bet on trajectory. He's he's a surreal talent. Um, he's shown his top level. Um, beating Federer in Australia last year, uh, winning the Nitto finals. Um, yeah, just having some big results. He did have a few slumps. He, he lost first round at Wimbledon. Um, but, I mean, he was young, too, um, and he still is. But I think he, he gained a lot of experience last year. He's beaten everyone now. Um, and, yeah, there's no reason he shouldn't be one of the top four players in the world. Yeah. Who do you have? At, who do you have at three? This one was tough. I have Medvedev at three. I have uh, Rafa at three. Yeah, I I was really going back and forth between those two, um, but I just think like Rafa will have that clay stretch where he gets a lot of points, and um, I just see him winning like the French and a few. And a few masters is and like man points accumulate fast when you can just own a surface yeah um i don't know i think this is really a bet for me that medvedev will win a major um and i think that transitions into our next section but i won't get ahead of myself um i guess we both have novak at one then we do yes yeah unfortunately but i mean yeah um, so yeah, let's, let's transition to, uh, the majors to our, uh, to our picks. Um, so we both have Novak for Australia. Um, what about Roland Garros? Man. I, I, I'm going to go with Nadal. I, I don't fully believe it, but I'll, I'll just go with Nadal. Yeah, I'm going Djokovic again. Um, was that who you were trying to decide between? No, I just... Yeah, I mean, I think Djokovic is, is probably the favorite if it's not Nadal. But, uh... I don't know. I just I just think he's he's never been number one two years in a row. I think he's he's been sort of joyriding from the, like celebrating the last season but I, I i just don't like think he's he's like i just don't see him being the same beast he was this year yeah yeah i see just i think just no novak should have won last year i think um 
there was that just like ridiculous windy semifinal against team that was seven five in the fifth. That was not tennis. It was like survivorship. Um, and but Nadal did beat him in two in the previous tournament. Like Nadal, I think Nadal would have beaten Djokovic on clay the way they were both playing. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think like Grand Grand Slams are different. Um, but I think Novak's gonna win his second French Open. Um, which would take him up to 18 majors, which would be very, very, uh, be very close to the record. Um, what about Wimbledon? Who are you calling? Uh, let me, let me channel my, my Wimbledon, uh, projection. I don't think it'll be Djokovic again. I think it'll be Federer. You think you think Fed has one more in him? You think he has twenty one? Sh- he should have had it this year. Yeah. I think he's got that motivation. He's got like that Spurs twenty fourteen, like revenge kind of energy. Yeah, it'd be cool if he he hit blackjack. Um, I don't see Federer winning another major. Um, I think last. Uh, last year was his last shot but I mean I've said that so many times and he's proved me wrong every single one of them um, I see Novak winning his, I think this would be his 7th Wimbledon um, um, so you have, you have Novak winning the first 3 majors yeah I think he's going to rule this season um, yeah I see I see Novak uh, health permitting. And so then you have Medvedev on in a, in the U.S. Yeah, Medvedev so winning. Have, Medvedev have, winning. Medvedev destroying a Grand Slam for Djokovic. Yeah, exactly. That's the storyline I see. What do you have for the U.S.? Uh, U.S. Open. I'm gonna go Djokovic. You have Medvedev sec- third in the world. How does he get all those points? Um, I guess like expected value, right? Like I don't. You you I have him as I, I, you have them as the finalist in Australia. Does yeah, he get I, any I, more finalists? I, I, have him, I have him getting far. I have him winning a lot of uh, Masters. Have him, um, yeah, and getting far in the majors, but losing to like big three people. Uh. I just, um, and also with Federer, I'm calling him out. I think he's he's my favorite to win Wimbledon, but I don't think it's like a 90% favorite. I think it's like a 35% favorite. And if Federer does not win Wimbledon, then, um, then I, then Federer, if Federer does win Wimbledon, um, then he'll, yeah, I still think he'll be five, but um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There have been a lot of people who finished third in the world without a major. Yeah. Like same, like Zverev did it, David Ferrer did it, Dimitrov um, did it, Rainich did it. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a rank you can be without winning a major. Yeah. By the way, yeah, we didn't, um, I guess some cuts from our top 15. Neither of us had Nishikori. He's injured, though. Yeah. Um, neither of us have Del Potro. Yeah, he's, he has a long way to, neither of us have Murray. Neither of us had, um, Monfils. Yeah. Um, Kyrgios, I was actually flirting with at 15, just cause. Yeah. If he uh, if he has a good Australian Open, who knows? Yeah. Um, Chorich uh, has been top fifteen in the past. Yeah, Pugnini. Neither of us sees him. I mean, he just had. He's not gonna win Monte Carlo again, and yeah. that really props him up. Isner. Um, neither of us has. 
I think Isner's on his decline. Yeah. He's like full with in decline mode now. Who do you think's gonna be the top American? Top American Apelka. Yeah, how high do you think he'll be? Uh twenty one. Yeah. I think Fritz and Opelko will be in that Jill Simone range between twenty and thirty. Um <laughs> Yeah. Anything more to discuss? More to discuss? Um, not really. I mean, we've sort of touched on it, but I think that the that the bushfires that is going to be, I think, weird shit might happen this Australian Open. Yeah. Hopefully. Because hopefully, the, my result, my my predictions are wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, fans, that about does it. Uh, thanks for getting this far in the pod. Um, you can, uh, if you've been listening to us on SoundCloud or Stitcher or any of those, uh, you can also subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Doubles Alley Pod. Um, and yeah, hope we'll we'll be checking in midweek. Um, the Australian Open and uh, looking forward to seeing how our uh, predictions play out.